Hey everyone, you are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest, Chicago hip-hop artist, Castaway. What up, what The up? newest project is called My Life in Music 2. Yep. Castaway, man, thank you very much for making time, my man. Nah, man, thank you for having me, man. You know what's incredible about talking to you about your music is every time that we talk about one of your releases is I feel like I learn a lot about you and your journey thus far because your music is deeply personal. Talk to me about when you became an MC, when you decided that you wanted a career in hip-hop, about putting your life on the page, putting your life on these tracks, and why is it that you wanted to present yourself in that way? Two reasons. Number one, all my favorite rappers did it, or I felt like I knew them. So I'm like, dang, in order to be great, I got to tell them my story. Secondly was um, I just needed some kind of therapy. You know, I didn't think people from the hood go to therapists and stuff like that. I had mad social workers wouldn't say nothing to them, but yeah, rapping was a way for me to get it out. So those were the two reasons why. You know, I, f- I felt like after listening to Jay-Z, I knew he had four nephews. In- Eminem, I knew all his business. Uh, Scarface, I knew his business. DMX, who some stories I totally identify with, I knew his business. So I felt like I knew them, and I felt personally attached to them. And as an MC, I want my fans to feel the same way about me, you know. One of the things about you is that your your stories are deeply personal and they reveal like a vulnerable side to you. Yeah. And we exist in this hip-hop continuum where there's a monogam placed on being aggressive. Right, right, you know, right. Being braggadocious, yeah. being masculine. Yet you break down those barriers and you reveal to your audience that you are just a regular dude who's got regular problems, who's got regular feelings. Yeah. Was that something that you did with some apprehension or was that natural? I think it was natural. I know like hip hop, we put an emphasis on being tough. I feel like I already did that. Like, because I'm really from that. Like you can go to my old neighborhood, you can go to my old block and ask about me. I don't need to talk about that. And that's just on some regular personal street, whatever. But then as an MC, I also feel like I got battles and battle records to show I can do that too. But at the end of the day, this may sound like super churchy, but I do feel like God gave me a voice for a reason. And it's a lot going on in this world with, you know, kids getting shot every day, all this stuff that I see. And I feel like somebody has to say something. It's bothering me too much to not say anything. So as my career progressed, you've seen less and less of the, I'm the illest MC, blah, 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 blah. I already know I'm nice, but let's get to some real stuff. Let's talk about some stuff people going through, hopefully they can relate to. And um, it's helped me and it's hurt me sometimes, too, you know. How's it hurt you? Sometimes people will ask something, like in an interview, about uh, something personal, and I thought they wouldn't catch it. I was trying to, like, make it a little subliminal, and I'm like, dang, y'all listening too much. And they would ask me on air about a certain person. And then another thing, it actually backfired on this album, too. So I wrote about a, a girl who I was seeing on a track, um, Words Unsaid. And I'm like, crap, I regret writing that verse now because... I don't know where we at today, but right. it backfires on me all the time. So then I go back and listen to it, and I think about certain things. I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but it was real at the time, so whatever. And it's still real. Yeah. Yes, I'm a slave, baby. Yes, I'm a slave. A slave to, like, all things that's bringing me pain. At the same time, girl, I know that I'm brave, but it's hard for me to break from shackles and chains. I know they don't love me, but I keep going back. My homie Cal telling me to leave them where they at. They brought me round gats, hood racks, flipping packs. Deep inside, I know I brought the shot to the rack. I never wanted to be seen right in that action. So my life in music, too. Yeah. Tell me about the album cover. 
This is a little baby castaway sitting on the couch. Yeah, yeah. That picture's like my oldest sister nightmare. She said um, I broke her camera in pieces that day. I was like a little terror as a baby. But I'll tell you how that came about. I don't like doing photo shoots. I'm going to keep it real. I don't like sitting still, catch me in traffic, catch me in motion, then you get your picture. So we was going through different album covers, and I'm like, yo, this is whack. And my man, <laughs> my, and I only got one baby picture that exists in me, probably two. But only, This that's is the, one of them? Yeah, because my biological father, he stole them and burned them. So I only got one. Why? Because he was crazy. <laughs> he was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Like him, my... Like he didn't want proof that you existed or what? I don't know what, what his situation was at that time. I know he was um on drugs and stuff like okay. that. Everybody know that. But um outside of being an addict, he's just like super selfish. You know what I'm saying? And when somebody um stands up to him, it's like he gotta do something vengeful to hurt you. And I think he did that to my mom on purpose. Okay. And then when it came to me, uh I'm his only boy. We never really had that relationship. It's always been like um like, I don't even want to use the word competitive. Tension up until recently. We're not best friends, but we cool now, you know. So that 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 baby picture is very significant. I know a lot of people use their baby pictures, but it's only one. It's only one. And then also, working with kids changed me a lot, right? When I started this album, it was a real fun album at first. But then um, I'm working at the school, and I'm listening to all these kids' problems, and I'm like, yo, I can't make an album that's all party records. It's eating me. It's eating my conscience. So I have to say something that can help them. So I put the baby picture on there to say, look, this is what you all are affecting. These little babies grow up, and they turn into what you all call monsters and stuff because of what we put out there, what we expose them to in the household, on TV, on film, whatever. And I want you to all remember that these are kids, and we have to invest in them. Otherwise, we're screwed. So the, the album cover has a couple of meanings. Okay. Riding through the shots, seeing death to kids' eyes. Their bodies are tombstones, their soul rests inside. Blunt spread them, this shit's a hope recognized. But they too busy blind to see it's a disguise. I, I used to wonder why they never look to disguise. They can't find their dreams where some of their friends reside. For this they won't cry, but for vengeance they'll die. They never see the future when it's eye for an eye. I'm grown now, so I try to pull them to the side. My life in music too. What has your life in music been up to this point? Man, let me tell you something. It's been, uh, oh, it's always, you know, a gift and a curse, right? The gift is I've been healthier than I ever been, right? So that's like a blessing. Um, and then the music thing, I wasn't going to make another album. Like after the Who I Am album, I'm like, I, I'm chilling. I'm not doing nothing. This time I'll admit it started because of money. I got my first royalty statement from Spotify out of nowhere. And I was just like, hold up. I can get paid doing this. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm getting the check start getting bigger. And it, was, it wasn't it was even supposed to be a rap album. I was going to do it with my uh, my friends. It was going to be like a Latin fusion type album. It was. But then when I seen like the songs that were making money on Spotify, it was like the, the, the records where I told my business. And I'm like, all right, so let's try this again. And um, I scrapped the, I kept one of the, the songs from the Latin Fusion album. Oh, I kept two. And they on there. But I'm like, yo, I got to give them another Castaway album. We can come back to this Fusion thing, but that's what people want. And on top of that, I was getting, like, emails in different languages. And I thought it was somebody, like, hacking me or stalking me. My friend Luis, you know, he did some research and found out that I'm being streamed, like, in all these different countries. 
and I'm on a playlist and I'm on certain charts and I'm like, how? I'm not even promoting this stuff. This is crazy. And then we found out that's what those emails were from fans. And I started doing the Google translation thing and I'm like, holy crap, I got friends in Germany, Norway, Sweden, all these different places. I never even left the country. You know what I'm saying? And then I start, I don't check my Twitter like that at all. So if you send me a message on Twitter, chances are I'm not checking it. I start going through it and they asking for my lyrics and stuff like that. And I'm just like, this is insane, like totally insane. So got back in the studio, I start making those records and it started again, like a party record, but I'm like, yo, it's too much real stuff going on. So then I start writing about it. Then I kind of sort of fell in like, I'm not gonna say I fell in love, I fell in like. And um, it was getting real, so I started writing about that. And then um, I just started getting angry about different topics. And then, you know, I started writing about that. And then that was out. Grandma want me in the church. Sending me. Rather hit the street and chase a skirt. Honestly, I'm afraid to hear the preacher verse. Every time I go and sit and listen, always leaving hurt. I love God, but why he got me feeling worse? Why he always judge me like we don't have the same dirt? Why he act above me like we don't have the same worth? He ain't never been in my shoes or wore the same shirt. You are listening to Vocalo Radio. I'm Jesse Menendez. My in-studio guest is Chicago-based hip-hop artist Castaway. So one of the tracks you sent me was something that you were like, yo, listen to this. I think this is going to be a good conversation starter. And that was track number seven, Father Forgive Me. Yeah. So yeah. I ran through this a few times, yeah. but I want to hear why it is you thought that that was going to be a conversation starter. And I've heard this. I have some questions, but... Tell me about that track and why you wanted to put that on my radar. Uh, the Father Forgive Me joint. That was the last record I made for this album. Everybody know I'm super spiritual, right? And for some reason, I'm surrounded by a lot of people from different uh, backgrounds of religion, uh, Christianity, Islam, whatever. But I don't like organized religion. I hate to admit it, and I felt guilty about it. And I had, like, I have terrible experiences with churches. I grew up in the church. They had all these youth programs. They kicked me out of every one of them, every one of them. And it made me angry. And then there's certain individuals who made me angry in the church. So I'm like, you know what? Let me write about it. Let me write about it. So I asked my guy, Cricket Boy, shout out to him. He from Cali. He did 90% of the album. I'm like, yo, send me a beat. I need to vent real quick. And he sent me this real churchy beat. I'm like, nah, me. This sound like Aretha Franklin about to sing on this. I'm cool. So he sent me something funky. And I'm like, Okay, I can rock with this. So I just start writing, you know, from the beginning. Grandma want me in the church, sending me, rather hit the streets, chase a skirt. That's how I felt when my grandma was dragging me to church. I'm sitting in the, the sanctuary and all I'm thinking about is sin. And to this day, all I think about is sin when I'm in, sanctu in the sanctuary because I feel like all they do is talk about 99 ways I'm going to go to hell. So I don't pay attention most of the time unless I know them personally and I know they really about what they're saying. And ironically, believe it or not, most of my most violent lyrics come from me writing on my phone in a church. It sounds so bad, and I hope people don't think I'm going to go to hell for this. But I don't be listening. I be on my phone typing lyrics, and I come with the most vicious and brutal bars right there in the sanctuary. So I wanted to address that because a lot of people feel some way about church, and we never addressed it. And I thought it was going to be a big F.U. record to the church. But as, I, as the writing progressed, it's really showing that I'm only angry because I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all. You have expectations. Yeah, and I shouted out some people who are doing some great things in the community. People always told me what I never could be. Said I would see awake before I ever see a dream. 
little did they know they were the ones who were asleep trying to foreshadow darkness all over my gleam used to run with a team told me give up the mic nobody want to hear songs about a real life and your skin is too dark to try to give off the light and your message too smart and it ain't that bright so good night if you don't be more like your cousins and though i love them it was them that i wasn't but i'm a gmc i kept on trucking with a grind and a hope in the god i can trust in you are listening to Boclo, my studio guest is chicago based hip-hop artist castaway the album is my life and music too yeah last time i talked to you was about your last project yeah, who i am who i am and you were going through some things personally yeah that this that that album was significant for a number of reasons including mm-hmm. your health yeah where do you stand now with this as a hip-hop artist what does this say about you i can say it does show growth it shows um less angst at least concern in my health less angst um i'm more comfortable spiritually right when i did the who i am record the song who i am itself on that record is me really talking about my anxiety about spirituality wondering i always wonder if i'm going to hell for some reason because of the thoughts and stuff but this time around i'm like you know what i'm me i'm cool with that it's not as dark it's not as uh soft either like how it's 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 more upbeat but it's not soft. Like, I don't want people to think, oh, he he's changing his pop or something. No, I'm just not in that same dark spiritual place. I just accepted who I am and, you know, let's write about what's going on now. So, as always, incredibly vulnerable album. You started off with a track called Open Book. Yeah. Which is essentially you opening the book up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's pretty much setting the tone for the album uh, musically and lyrically. Um, so... I'm pretty much summarizing what this is about to be about. And I'm also talking crap. You know, I'm a battle rapper at the end of the day. I love that pen, man. Like, I let them know I'm nice. But I open it up, and then at the, like, end of it, there's a prayer from a pastor, uh, Mark Sodaquist, who I admire. He's uh, He, he lives in Lawndale. He's super dope, does a lot for the community. He, like, kind of prays for me in the whole album and hoping people catch what I'm trying to do. And... um. Also, just musically, I wanted, um, I, if if you don't mind, I got to talk about Cricket Boy. This kid is amazing. All right? He like 23, 24. He from Cali. I met him in the MySpace era. And his beats, he know how to blend R&B, Latin, funk, soul, like, and all, just one thing. And still make it hard. And I'm like, yo, this beat crazy. So... I just wanted people to know this is who I'm setting this whole album off with, and this is who you're going to hear, me and him. We we going at it. So that's that's what the open book thing is. you know. So what do you hope this album does for you? What I really want with this album is just for people to, um, again, love themselves, embrace all the imperfections, and learn to live and not feeling like you have to justify anything to anybody, right? Because that's always on my mind. Like, I always worry about, man, somebody's going to get mad if I say this. You know what? I don't care no more. Like... You feel that way, you feel that way. Let me live my life. I learn to love you for who you are. I learn to love me for who I am. And I tell these stories and these things that I don't want to talk about, but I am. And I want people to feel comfortable with talking about their situation as well. And then also, it's encouraging. Like um, the song Faith, the last song, I tell three different stories. And they're real stories of people who went through a lot and never, ever, ever gave up on whatever they believed in or whatever they was trying to accomplish. And I feel like we need examples of that because how are you going to tell somebody to believe if they never seen people around them believe, you know? Yeah. 
There you go. Bocalo Radio 91.1 FM. Jesse Menendez. Castaway. Thank you, man. Good looking out, man. Sweater every bead in the rosary. And the seed sitting in Mary's ovaries. It's not another MC coming close to me. 23 below degrees. The code is with the poetry. Shy city be the world with the coldest streets. Frozen dreams take one hit. Then they get broken dreams. So to thaw out our futures, gotta roll with heat. Light off explosively when confrontation hold the scene. Half crack baby raps from a sober me. According to my grandmother, this was not supposed to be.